Hi friends, this is JFET. Whether you're around the corner or across the world, welcome to The Daily Walk. I want you to take a moment today to pause in Jesus and see what new thing could take place in your life. At the end of this podcast, you can download our app, Boulder Church, or visit us online at boulder.church to connect. And remember, we would love to hear from you as we prepare for our messages every Saturday morning on The Daily Walk. Good morning. It's Tuesday, November 20. Welcome to Daily Walk. I'm Becky de Oliveira. And I am Japheth de Oliveira. And let's pray for today. Heavenly Father, just want to thank you again, Lord, for uh, the ability that we have to be able to call in your name, to know, Lord, that as before we speak, uh, you've already spoken into us and are calling us into this space. I ask God for your spirit to continue speaking into our lives, to continue to transform us every single moment. God, may we uh, may we grow through this passage today of Romans, the final leg of this uh, of this story, the entire letter. May we see new insights and new applications for our lives. We ask this in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Okay, I'm reading out of my favorite, the message, yes. Romans 16, 17 through 27. One final word of counsel, friends. Keep a shy, sharp eye out for those who take bits and pieces of the teaching that you learned and then use them to make trouble. Give these people a wide berth. They have no intention of living for our master, Christ. They're only in this for what they can get out of it and aren't above using pious sweet talk to dupe unsuspecting innocence. And so while there has never been any question about your honesty in these matters, I couldn't be more proud of you. I want you also to be smart, making sure every good thing is the real thing. Don't be gullible in regard to smooth-talking evil. Stay alert like this, and before you know it, the God of peace will come down on Satan with both feet, stomping him into the dirt. Enjoy the best of Jesus. <laughs> and here are some more greetings from our end. <laughs> Timothy, my partner in this work, Lucius and my cousins Jason and Sosipater, all said to tell you hello. I, Tertius, who wrote this letter at Paul's dictation, send you my personal greetings. Gaius, who is host here to both me and the whole church, wants to be remembered to you. Erastus, the city treasurer, and our good friend Cordus send their greetings. All of our praise rises to the one who is strong enough to make you strong, exactly as preached in Jesus Christ, precisely as revealed in the mystery kept secret for so long, but now an open book through the prophetic scriptures. All the nations of the world can now know the truth and be brought into obedient belief, carrying out the orders of God who got all this started, down to the very last letter. All our praise is focused through Jesus on this incomparably wise God. Yes. I like it. You like it? You yeah. clearly did. <laughs> what? Just, that was really funny. I was noticing in all the other translations uh-huh. that God was going to stomp Satan under our feet, which was just confusing to me. Like, like how oh. do my feet end up in it? I mean, yeah, look you know, back it says, these passages. the God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. Under your feet, yeah. Why? Yeah. But here he's using his own feet. But it's also really funny, just um, just the randomness. It's such a non-secretor. You know, he'll come down on Satan with both feet, stomping him into the dirt. Enjoy the best of Jesus. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> well, just, I, I think it's kind of, I kind of get it because Jesus obviously. Jesus' greatest hit, <laughs> stomping things into the dirt. Actually, it's, it's called steps. And so. It's really, it's funny to um, me. And obviously, he's he's alluding to the Genesis three fifteen uh, text of salvation, uh, where 
Satan's head. He'll crush his heel. Yeah, yeah. so all that that beautiful stuff inside there. I think it's I think it's great. Uh, I think that's a good a good version inside here. I love um, the list of the people inside here, and we talked about this last week. But I love the new list of people inside here, and and it's an interesting combination of people, including the city treasurer. It's everybody that he forgot to mention (laughs) (laughs) before. He's like, "Mm." (laughs) he did his speech, and he's like, speech. Crud, yeah, I didn't the city, I know, here. the city treasure. But that's actually a pretty interesting mix of people, right? Yeah. Uh, because you're thinking about the, the combination of people inside this. The you scribe. You've got the scribes. The cousins. The cousins, my friends. The host. Uh, my partner, Timothy, my ministry, and city treasurer beside me. I mean, it's just an interesting combination of people inside there. So here's a question for today. Uh, how did you determine as a child who could be trusted? And how do you determine that as an adult today? Well, I think as a child, I was taught what all children are taught, which is not to trust no, strangers. No, no strangers. <laughs> don't so talk to you strangers. Don't, you don't trust anyone. Well, and not so, strangers. Yeah. You know, so, and yeah, I mean, what about you? I, I think that um, I think that I I actually felt comfortable with some, strang- with some strangers and, and not so comfortable with some other strangers. And I, as a child, uh, there was more of a, um, just a natural inclination, like teachers. Like I, I remember, I, I mentioned this in a few weeks ago, talking about a, a particular teacher when I was seven years old, Mr. Redburn, who just, I thought he was just a phenomenal teacher. So I, I met him the first day and I just like resonated with him as a kid and thought he's a good, a good person. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, and I, I felt this way as a, as a child growing up, becoming a teenager, that there were certain men, women in my life, teachers, primarily teachers or or people who taught me Bible uh, in my church that just resonated with me like straight away. And I think I kind of kept that idea rolling all the way through as an adult. Yeah, I think so generally I, speaking, I, I I'm like fairly trusting it. with people. I mean, it depends on what I'm trusting them with, I suppose. But my in terms of number. just, um, yeah, things like that, I probably wouldn't yeah. just hand out. No, but I, I just, but. I think it's kind of a good a good place to be. I like to be able to trust people. Yeah. The problem is that you get burnt when you trust people as well. And that's, that's difficult, but I like to keep on trusting people. Occasionally. Yeah. I think I enjoy that more than not trusting people. Well, sometimes it helps to just not be a super secretive person. Yeah. So, you know, like, Hey, if you tell somebody something, if they should betray your trust, it doesn't really matter because you're not a super secretive person anyway. Like, yeah. Whatever you told them, you'd happily tell anybody. Yeah. So, yeah. like, whatever. You want to go tell what you think is my personal business. So then, Everybody's not personal. It's something point, I would say on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> not a big deal. At what point do we become gullible? Um, well, point, I, I think at, at the point, point where you respond to one of those Nigerian <laughs> prince emails. or Yeah, yeah I, I got another one. Oh, did you really? Yeah, I got one. It was from a person. What was oh, their deal? Man. They had some relative who was dying and they had millions and they were going to share it with me. Lucky I have me. had, Lucky I have me. had a, a message recently on, I think through via Facebook or something requesting like help. I mean, in some country and like some friend pretending to be stuck somewhere. And I'm like, I think, I mean, I think that's pretty gullible. Yeah. Yeah. So, but the problem is that it actually does take you, take some people down the place. Well, I think there are generations of people, people are much older where stuff like this just didn't happen. So yeah. they're unfamiliar with like, why would somebody <laughs> write to you and pretend to be a prince? 
why would they do well they would do that to steal your money yeah. but people who've grown up in a different generation may not think about that i think when i was a child as well um we became friends with other kids and with my friends much easier uh, when i was a child than we do as an adult and mm. so it was like it was easier to make friends when i was a kid i think it's easier for me to make friends now than it was as a kid well heaps easier well, I felt like it was just like it was just like you were friends, you weren't friends. It was just like it, it could be done on the playground quite quickly. Yeah, I think that for me as an adult, it's it's you actually have to you actually have to trust people. Well, it's because of your position too. If you were a normal person, you'd probably I find it more easily. Person. You don't have a normal job, so okay. You know how we we say we're like cops, you know? Oh yeah. You know how cops are only friends with other cops? Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like that. <laughs> To all the cops out there, we also know that you are normal people. Um, we'll no, let you know you're, them. you're not normal. You're cops. <laughs> Eat donuts and, you know, oh whatever. My, oh, my goodness. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just, it's just a stereotype. It's just a stereotype. Yeah. yeah. Uh, pastors' wives. Uh, and so... <laughs> who don't eat donuts. Who don't eat donuts. Ever. I think that I think that there's something uh, good about that as well. Like in not eating donuts, but I think there's something good about the idea of of being a friend and learning how to trust people, um, and taking that principle as a child into adulthood and trying that as an adult and actually risking that more because I think you actually build a culture, a relationship that way as well. Well, so I that's think it makes sense to, to trust somebody initially and yeah. see, you know, like and this instance fine the person comes along and they're smooth talking or whatever i mean maybe that's not a terrible thing maybe they're okay you kind of see how it pans well, out again, and then you, again that's the the context back decide. there yeah and i think we have to we i wouldn't want to just like translate it straight into our 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 day but i do think that there's wisdom inside that passage inside there so well that you don't listen to everything that everybody says no. and take it as being the truth because yeah. people do have lots of motivations for why they may do or say things and there is something and they're not be, all about for your benefit being wise about mm-hmm. not hearing uh the things that are wrong inside there so think about that today uh how do you how did you t- determine as a child who could be trusted and how do you determine that as an adult today look after each other live love and we will connect tomorrow hey thanks again for listening to the daily walk podcast today if you remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash give. Until next time, look after each other and live love.